0: the kinds of questions we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Good morning, and welcome to Say Yes to Spirit. Ah, such a delightful opportunity to check in with how well and how consistently each one of us is saying yes to spirit and allowing spirit to show up and show out in our (laughs) lives. Oh, very nice, Tracy, very nice. Yeah, and every week we have a theme, and today's theme is home. Home. Uh, Are you home wherever you are? Is there alignment between your physical home, your spiritual home, your emotional home, and your mental home? Yikes. That gives us at least six hours (laughs) of material to talk about. Um, But before we jump into home, let's see if we can connect the dots between our most recent topic, health, and our today's topic of home. You know, I think health was my second most favorite show in terms of giving me a lot to think about, even after the show went off, and different things, thinking about my physical health being more of a reflection of my emotional and spiritual health and well-being, and when I try to connect that to a sense of home, you know, when I was thinking about home as a topic, um, I don't have a warm, fuzzy feeling of my human home, but I have a, a sort of a deep connection to a spiritual idea of home, mm-hmm. and I think if I'm thinking about health, that the the connected dots would be that it's kind of a subtle, that home is more of a reflection of something deeper than we first think, or than I first think. Like, I, when I think about health, I think, oh, I'm sick or I'm well, and that's kind of a superficial level of thinking about it, but when I really delve into it, it's like a deeper, it's an emotional health or a spiritual health that creates the physical health. And then when I think about home, perhaps, as your questions revealed, you know, it's more of a spiritual or an emotional state of mind than it is a physical place. Or it could be all of the above. Could be all of the above. But to follow with my connect the dots it has to be deeper. So I think we <laughs> have to go with it so that it can connect the dots. And then we can move on to being all of it. But right now it has to be deeper to make sense for my So if this is your first time listening to Say Yes to Spirit, then um you are uh being introduced to why this is such a fun show to do. Why oh, it's so important to Leslie to connect the dots? We don't know uh, exactly. Yeah, but we now it is a tradition. That this is show number eighty-five, and Yikes. I mean, why would we break the tradition now? <laughs> um. So um. That that's a, an, as good as any connect the dots. And ethereal? Is that the right word? Ethereal connecting the dots today. As good as any other week. So uh, we'll take a break and then we'll come back and we will dive into this topic of what does home have to do with saying yes to spirit. We'll be right back. our theme is home, home. Are you home wherever you are, Leslie? (laughs) You know, I think the answer I would say is yes, and sometimes that's more pleasant than other times, really, but yes, I think I have a sense of home wherever I am now. I don't, um, I never was particularly attached to a physical home, even though growing up we had the exact same house my entire growing up. My mother still lives in that. That's where I was raised. But um, when I think of the word home, I just don't think of that physical. I don't think of a physical place. I don't think of my physical place growing up. I don't think of my house now that I live in. I think of a more of a of a feeling of family and friends and spiritual home. So it's kind of curious. I, just, I don't have any... Um, connection to a physical place. And you would think I would, because 49 years later, my mother's still in my home, my childhood and, and home. And live in the same city you, you live grew in the up same in. Because I think in this day and age, a lot of what separates people from the feeling of home is that there is a lot of movement, and you know, the I would guess the majority of people in the United States don't live in the like within five blocks of where they grew up. And and many don't even live within the same city or town. And so, you know, that that sense of physical building home, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people don't have that. When I was growing up, I had a very clear sense of a physical home. My family moved into... A house when I was two years old, and I lived there you know until I went away now, of course, I went to college at sixteen and left left that home mm-hmm. for good at twenty one um and so I never lived in the same city again, even, but growing up, I had a very clear sense of home as a Physical place, physical place okay. you know that felt really grounded, that you know felt really uh a home base, but I didn't feel emotionally home mm. um, and I felt spiritually comfortable, but not home at the in the sense of now because I probably would have said spiritually i'm at home at the church building, so home really mm. did have a sense of building physical location, physical location mm-hmm. for, for me. But by the time I was in my 20s, that was very different than, you know, by my mid-20s, wherever I was was home. There mm-hmm. was, you know, emotional and spiritual connection. So I could move, and I would still feel pretty much at home. I mean, I would feel at home. hmm so, and now at this stage of my life, all of them have come together, the mental, the physical, the spiritual, and the emotional. And I know that's because in my 30s, I said, you know, my home needs to be the place that's my, my physical home needs to be the place that's my refuge from the world. Mm. When the world out there is completely crazy, <laughs> I can walk into my house and And started building that into my living space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, so it is. It is interesting, like what this saying "yes to spirit" has to do with home. And I think it is that you can be home wherever you are if you say yes to spirit and you are choosing and speaking and breathing and living from a place. Of people this morning and we were talking about the holidays and one of the uh, girls said she was going home for Christmas. Mm, Yeah. And I said, where's home? And she said, Chicago. And I said, oh, I didn't know you were from Chicago. And now it occurs to me, I mean, she's in her 40s and she still attaches the word home to the childhood place. And I said, and then then I kind of asked her on because I was thinking about, you know, this topic. I said, well, your mom and dad still alive? She goes, oh, no their dad, and I said, oh, well, who's at home? <laughs> I mean, you know, what? what's right. home to go to? You know, she said, oh, I go, and I spend the holidays with my best friend and her family that I grew up with. Yeah, so it's not that you so, the house. Yeah, so it's really interesting. So it, she, it wasn't the house, it wasn't the parents. It was the best friend in the neighborhood, and that was home to her. And well, I get that all the time because regular listeners know I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, and my best friend in high school we're not best friends now but we're friends and we stay in touch and uh we you know talk several times a year and anytime i do go to st louis i'm you know really make an effort to hang out and spend time with her and her consistent question to me every time we talk on the phone or if she sends me an email Is when are you coming home? Home, (laughs) and it throws me because well now I'm I know what she's asking, but even now it still throws me because, especially if we're talking on the phone, she says when are you coming home, and my immediate reaction is I'm I am home. That's and really I don't funny. mean, I'm not trying to be difficult uh-huh. or even sm- a smart aleck. <laughs> it's just that when she says home, it's a disconnect because this is my home. Mm-hmm. Now, I've lived in Dallas for 30 years, but even this was like, you know, when I lived in Chicago or when I had only been in Dallas five years or three years. It's like wherever I am, St. Louis is my home. I never intend to live there again doesn't mean I never, that you know, I won't, but I don't intend to live there. And so, yeah, in her mind, I'm coming home. Mm -hmm. When I was there in August, it was all weekend long. She kept saying, it's so good to have you home. (laughs) So that's That's interesting when someone else Uh connects you to home in the sense that it's home when you're here. Right. It's, you know, it's her home all the time. But when, you know, that... That's so much of her consciousness around when Tracy's or she has come home. And it doesn't feel, even when I was in college, it didn't feel like when I came <laughs> home for Christmas that I was coming home. It's like, oh, I'm going to St. Louis because that's where my family is and that's what I can afford to be. <laughs> but it didn't feel, it didn't really feel like my spiritual, emotional home, even when I was growing up there. And I think that's one reason it's been easy for me to live other places. Ah, because you are attached to that as. Yeah. It was a requirement to be there, kind of like when you're in college Mm -hmm. and you have required courses your first couple of years. (laughs) And then you get to go out and do electives and, and major in something that really is right for you and resonates with you. It's kind of like, yeah, sixteen years, those were my requirements. It was That's my required yeah, right, right home, home. Mm-hmm. and that family and that city and that uh Experience. physical home was really good for me, mhm, and it was a jumping off place and what do we think of the word home? Are there some universal? Are you laughing with me, Susie? See, I'm laughing, laughing at me the because have when, you when we think of home, mm-hmm. then I immediately went to the lyrics of the song Home from the Wiz because it starts off, oh. when I think of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. I love the Wiz. And so just because of the wording, Ah, I I was laughing at me. And then my brain immediately went to, which is, you know, in my top three favorite songs of my entire life. Is that one of your top three favorite songs? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'll have to play that. But does the idea, so what is the song? The song says, what is the the, um, feeling of home? home, Feeling of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. Love overflowing. Because I wonder if there's some universal kind of uh, adjectives, adjectives or attributes that we think of when we use the word home so that when we say home, we're really saying where love's overflowing or where I feel unconditional acceptance or where I can be myself and not have to worry. You know, I've had a few relationships in my lifetime, and we would have separate houses, and I can always remember thinking, I've got to get back to my house, to my home, so that I can be myself. <laughs> That's probably not a very good sign for the relationship, is it? I uh, felt like, you know, that was at this other person's house or home, I had to be this up. other person that they wanted, right? So. That's not a very good sense of home. Well, no, actually, it's a very good sense of home. You knew to get out of there, so it's <laughs> home. Yes, right, right. So. But so, what the uh, what the dictionary says is that home, as if you use it as an adverb, it's go home, like to the place where one lives. Uh, as a noun, the place where one lives permanently, especially as a member of a family or household, And as an adjective relating to a place where one lives. Um, And that's really uh, interesting. And as a verb, return by instinct to its territory after leaving it. Oh. For example, geese homing to their summer nesting grounds. Or we talk about homing pigeons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So home as a verb is to return by instinct. By instinct. I like that. A territory after leaving it. And I didn't look this up until right this moment as we started the conversation. And that's really interesting if we talk about is, are you spiritually at home? Yes. To return by instinct. Instinct. I love that. I am homing. I am a homing, a spiritual homing pigeon. Pigeon. Ah. And... We we do sometimes talk about how our entire life journey is about yes. returning to wholeness, returning, relearning, and returning right. to spirit itself, yes. living in and through us. Yeah, I love that. And if home is the place where one lives, See, I would say that's my house, but that's, yeah, that's... Yeah, but where do I live when somebody cuts me off in traffic? Ew. Emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Where do I live when I'm in the grocery store and the line is long? Bastards all got there when I was supposed to be checking it. You can't say that word. <laughs> On radio, you can't. I thought you could. I don't know, this is the 21st century boogers, the they all got in the, got in the radio <laughs> line right when I did <laughs> and isn't it interesting that because we do think about the physical place we live but what we say and do is where we live in our relationships with people so it becomes more of a of a um, an expression it becomes less Well, your words, uh, this is a hypothesis. Uh This is not right or wrong. (laughs) This is a hypothesis. My words and my actions are the physical expression, the physical demonstration of what I really believe, think, and do, which is where I live in my actions, that my actions are simply an outward expression of where I stand, so they would they they would be an an expression of your sense of home, yeah. of who I really am, and where I live. See, now I would never have thought about home in terms of that. That's very ethereal. Am I using that word correctly? I guess. It's a very you know, it's a very out there kind of definition of home. Well, that's interesting that you would say that, because for me it feels like the core of what home is all about. Oh. It doesn't feel out there at all. But that fits because, you know, like I said 20 years ago, for me it became really important that there was alignment in who I am every day, all day, all my waking hours. And so that physical home was a a not just a refuge, but a refuge mm-hmm. from the craziness of all these people outside and where it would recharge me, re-energize me, refresh me so that I could be totally at home in within myself when I was out in the world because I knew when I was out in the world, I wanted to live, I wanted to be an example of love. I wanted to be an example of... Um, compassion. I wanted to interact with people in a way that really represents being home in God. I Take your have, home on your back and yeah, go with I, it. I wouldn't have phrased it that way at that mm-hmm. time, but that's, you know, in hindsight that's really what I was doing. And so that sense of wherever I am, wherever I am, God is. Wherever I am, Showing up and how I am showing up is, you know, in the in the traditional Christian perspective of you should of never having to preach to people about God or Jesus, but to live the example, mm-hmm. and that you attract. And twelve steps, the same thing. You you don't have to recruit people; you attract mm-hmm. people who. See how you are or see they want some of that, you know. They want some of your calm. They want some of your compassion. They want some of your peace. And in asking you about that, then you can say, well, I didn't used to be like this, but, you know, since I've been in AA or since I've been in 12 Steps, you know, or since I've been saved and an active member of the Christian church, this is how my life is now. Right. And I was thinking as you were talking about all the different ways we use the word home too, like yeah. 12-step programs, because I go to different 12-step programs, we always have a home group. Yes. And people will say, where's your home group? Exactly. And then in churches and communities where I've been in churches, they'll say, where's your spiritual home? Mm-hmm. You church your church home. Your
1: church home. And yeah, I think yeah. that's
0: interesting because, you know, that would be another example of, the home being an expression of our our way of life, of of what we do day to day, versus a, a physical building. And I think you know, really, that sense of home, as you said, I don't think I I, I haven't connected it as as um, as um, specifically as that in my mind. As you did, but I think probably in practice I I have that idea of that, that home is more within me and I can give myself that sense of home. I don't know that I've ever received a sense of home. Not growing up, I didn't get really a sense of home at home. I don't think in my adult life I've had you know someone else create a home that I felt connected to. So I think it's always been an, an, an intrinsic thing within me. Well, as, as, as in your example a few minutes ago about I'm I can be in a relationship and the two of us have two separate homes, and I know when it's time to like go to my home <laughs> yeah, so, right. I so I can be myself. I can be myself in my and, home. And that's an interesting thing because when you don't consciously think of your home as your, you know, as your place, that that sense of it is like the be-all place, but that's when you know you do, actually, because of the contrast. Mm -hmm. You know, there's contrast. This is not my home. I cannot fully be myself. I'm out, you know, got to go home for a night, a day, a few hours um and and I do think it's it's so much more than that and i for me the the travel <clears throat> the last couple of years last three years or so I haven't been travelling as much, but there was a period maybe about ten years ago where I was on the road all the time Really? oh wow, and I think that's when I started realizing that i truly had had. Um, evolved to a place where wherever I was was home. Mm -hmm. I'd be in the city I didn't know, driving a car I wasn't familiar with, meeting new people, you know, to go on and speak or do a workshop or something, and didn't have the crazies about, you know, feeling so disconnected. Now, that didn't mean when I, you know, when I was on the plane headed back to Dallas, Mm -hmm. I would definitely, you know, almost always, as we're finally coming to Dallas and you can, you know, you're low enough that you could see, you know, things and I'd be looking for landmarks so I could see which way. Are we coming in from the north, the south, the, you know, east or the west? and feeling like, oh, it's going to be so good to be home. Isn't that curious? But the whole time I was gone, I wasn't wishing for Uh home. I felt very grounded Uh and very, you know, of course, I was doing something I wanted to do that I knew how to do well. But in and out of hotels, it's like, you know, yes, I'd like to be in my own bed, but I didn't feel like I wasn't at home. And use other words besides home to describe that feeling when the plane was touching down. Was it comfort? Was it familiarity? Was it peace of mind? No, Leslie, it was home. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a very short show. That's it. It was home. Thanks. Oh, we you next be- week <laughs> for the next. Okay. So you know, okay. So I just couldn't resist <laughs> <Yeah>, that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just too easy. People have way too easy of a target. So So it was the familiarity of, you know, driving my own car, driving on streets I know, and, and yes, very much that I'm going to, you know, get home to the building, the physical building that is my home, you know, and walk in and take a deep breath And just go, oh, this is so good to have my dad and my art and my books and my music, you know, my, 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 me, Mm -hmm. me, 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 Mm me, where to a certain degree it's predictable. Mm -hmm. There's that predictability, um, I think, that goes with that sense of being home there's some predictability about what is expected, what your options are, and how to get things done the way you like to get them done or the way you're accustomed to getting them done. Mm. So there's a functionality to it as well. I like that. Familiarity, functionality, Option. friend, friendly. So, it is, so that is interesting. So, but So there's not a... It, 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 I don't hear a warm fuzzy in there. Does it feel warm fuzzy? Does <laughs> like, the phrase warm fuzzy mean something to you? <laughs> no. Like you want to <laughs> snuggle up to it? Like you want to, you know, like you can't, right? you, you know, sleep in your own bed, yes, but like, oh, I can, you know, just, I can exhale, I can breathe, I can be. Yeah. No. No. So that was but but warm fuzzy just as you saw by the look on my face uh-huh. I'm like why would I ever use that warm that phrase or term that's just kind of not <laughs> not a Tracy Brown phrase yeah people use it about diversity training right oh we gotta go to that. she just wants us to be warm and fuzzy and think on my ya and all this. I'm like so not me no. Um, ha, huh. huh. So no. So, we're, we're so that I mean that wouldn't come com- that wouldn't come to me or from me, although it's probably the same um it's probably an equal connection with someone for whom that phrase or term resonates. Okay. So you do get that sense of what that phrase I know yeah, I mean I know what it mean. means. Yes, yes, but yes. and so it's so you probably do that, get that it's not a phrase I would yes. I would you. But you got the feeling of a of a of a inviting, well, candlelit, warm, happy kitten. Other phrases you would never consider using, <laughs> but I get it. But you get the feeling. So you not trying to decide if if really I have, if home is more of a feeling. If it if it's a, um, you know, a word that brings up a feeling, experience or if it really is um for most people more of a you know, I grew up in Chicago, that's my home. You know, a city or a um or a tangible place. A lot of songs use the word home. Oh yeah. And I think they're trying to indicate a warm, fuzzy kind of feeling by using the word home they're assuming we're all in agreement that it means, you know, something pleasant, something Well, and pleasant may or may not be warm and fuzzy. I think that's what I'm um going what's going on in my mind. So for some people home may mean safe and safe mm. may or may not mean warm and fuzzy. Mm. So I think you have to connect it to what is it? So, if there was a word or phrase for me, it would be peace. peace. Now, peace is the that value and that sense that is my that I'm a homing pigeon for. So, I need to be in an environment where there is peace mm. and a really a deep spiritually based level of peace. Not just we don't argue and fight. And that we pretend to get along, but that there really is an underlying base that yeah. is all about the foundation of peace that then supports and everything else, so that is when I really step back as you are forcing me to do, <laughs> yes, in several different ways um it's the most important thing peace. for me is peace, but I know someone very well for whom. If I – because we've had a similar conversation, Hmm. and for them, because of the way they grew up and just who they are in the world, their home for them is all about when I want to feel safe, Safe. I go home. Or if I have had a day where, you know, there have been things where I don't feel safe out in the world at work or, you know, whatever – and not life and death, you know, safety. Right. They weren't in a near-miss car accident. But whatever the, out there brings up in them is this feeling that they're not safe, and they go home where they're safe. safe. So I think warm and fuzzy is just one of those things that for certain people, um, you know, they want their home to be the place that brings up that sense of warm and fuzzy. Right. But that's just not a a sense that I look for anywhere. So yes. I definitely wouldn't look for it at home. But peace is the, yes. So for me yes. it would be peace. And I think that's the key, finding out for yourself. Yes. What is it, like if you're listening to this conversation, to think about for you, what is that sense that is your grounding? Like yes. so We think about the key qualities or attributes of of God or Mm -hmm. spirit itself, you know, my guess, well, warm and fuzzy is not on that list, but my guess. (laughs) It should be, I think. uh, Well, you can make a new list. God is warm and fuzzy. Um, That I I bet if we were to go through, you know, the qualities of God, that everyone would find one or two that really resonate for them, that that's what they most crave or most, Um, relate to, resonate Mm -hmm. with. Right, right. And if you ask them about home, that that's the connection, that they want their home to be a place where love, and maybe love is the warm and fuzzy, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. love is the overriding, overarching base. I wonder if the same attributes of God that I would feel most connected to would be the same that I would connect home to? Isn't, a, that's, isn't that an interesting yeah, I question? Like that. I like that. And I'm hypothesizing. I am guessing that yes, it would be. And it would be that same thing as the homing pigeon. It would be that instinctual returning. And that is, as you said, and we talk a lot about the whole in my belief, the whole idea of why we're here is to create a path back to what we originally knew and are, who we originally were and are, that that spiritual being. And so that sense of home, of returning to, awakening to what is home. It's curious, we had a... um, finished up a class at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas where we had to do a a project at the end of class. And the um, assignment was to talk about or to express, in some form, cosmic illumination. And I had a song that I... She's a woman here. I wish I could remember her name. She lives in Colleyville. They said, Diane, someone that had a CD at the bookstore for Center for Spiritual Living where it was all piano playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, there was one of those songs on that that just resonated with me and I told my little story of cosmic illumination, one of my experiences. And what I kept coming back to was the word home, that the cosmic illumination experience that I've had on and off. It feels like, home. And I was very clear to say that it wasn't my physical home growing up. It was nothing that I'm connected to in this human realm, that it's this deeper sense of uh, well-being and connectedness and oneness. And it's funny, I didn't use any of the attributes. I just used the word home. And I would take a little dramatic pause Afterwards, I thought that was very exciting, and you know, let people <laughs> resonate with that word. And I thought, you know, that word means home. You know, it just makes you want to go. Oh, you know. And I was really counting on that everyone would have that same feeling. And now I'm wondering, oh, I wonder if some people have this horrible feeling about home. <laughs> and there, you know, using I it. I am sure. <laughs> That people got what you yes, were yes. resonating with your energy, pause. <laughs> yes, especially because yes. you have a dramatic yes. pause. Yes, for so them to the reflect, hold the beat. Yes, yes, yes. Let it sink in. Yes, you with me? You with me, aren't you? You're I am. Me. I am every minute. And so you know that really fits though, because as we are having this conversation about home. Anyone who has listened to more than five or six of our shows knows that your deepest desire is to walk through walls and to be a living, human (laughs) mystic. And so that then would make sense that a physical building Mm -hmm. would not be the place where you have the connection to home because... In your <laughs> deepest, desire. <laughs> I, deepest desire, I'm trying to be serious here, very good. I really but in appreciate your that. deepest desire, desire yes, yes. you really have that sense that you are not a physical being. Right. <laughs> That's good. And so it would perfectly make sense that cosmic home would be, be, right. A home would be cosmic and that you are actually particles in the air. That you are not a physical body, living in a physical home, <laughs> driving a physical <laughs> car, suffering physical things. Yes. No suffering. No suffering <laughs> has nothing to do with that. Experiencing. You know that that uh, that that sense of home. Being the cosmic elimination is very interesting that you would pick up on that. See, I had not picked up on that because I just made the assumption that that would be home for everyone. But now, as I'm hearing you say, no, that would I'm be home for you. Perhaps that would just be home for me. Right for you, perhaps. that would be home for you. Yes. So, regardless of how many dramatic pauses I had at the end, they might not really they would have connected to it in terms of the way that I. They would have connected to it in terms of that makes perfect sense yes, for well, Leslie, Leslie yes. yeah. Yes. Which with no judgment, right? And and they would connect with what is. If I think I would if i had been listening to you, I would have connected with that feeling mm-hmm. that you are articulating and sharing. I would connect with what would give me that feeling which would be uh, something different uh, uh, because uh. you know we really not just communicate with the universe but really we communicate with each other on that emotional tone right right that resonance of something that is beyond the words mm-hmm. beyond the human communication channel mm-hmm. and so i i think if i were in the class listening to you uh, which is a whole nother story about how much I wanted to be in the class <laughs> and how tempting it was when we came out of our meeting, you know, to, like, come and sit in the back of the class. Just to be a part of. Yeah, because the project day is always the most fun, most enlightening yes. day. and you know, to have the, the assignment be, that was the only assignment, what is cosmic illumination to you? And have 25 people yes. come up with 25 different things. Right, right. And it was it was extraordinary. And what is funny, I would attribute the word home to each one of those experiences because they were all very varied. Very varied, I like that. But um, they were all that metaphysical, m- m- you know, metamorphous, that moment of, beyond the veil kind of thing that people have that they don't talk about, and that's why we don't think all of us are the same, because we don't talk about those things. If we would just talk about those things. Um, but those, not all these things, experience, but okay. those experiences, to me, resonated as home. And as we're talking now, my hunch is those experiences resonated as something different to everyone in that room, even though they were kind of very similar in many ways. But I do think it's a homing, I do think the homing device or the returning to that sense of oneness and whatever phrase, if we're not going to use the word home, it is a, you know, that I love that instinctual returning to our base the essence of who we are, the the expression of the unique expression of God in each of us. One of the things I am liking about this conversation is we are we're being really consistent about the the idea of the homing Base the homing mm-hmm. the return to home, the home as the foundation for who we who we are when we are at our best or when we feel like we are most ourselves, which are not always the same thing like it, correct, yes, however, what we have not what has not come up in the last forty minutes is the sense of home as an obligation. Home Hmm. as, like even when you refer to your friend who's like going home for the holidays, Mm -hmm. it's to friends and to neighborhood and to a community Mm -hmm. that I most resonate with. Where, I mean, it just hits me that we have not even, it hasn't crossed our minds Mm -hmm. to talk about home as a place where you have to go. Home is a place where people expect things of you that you don't want to do. Home mm. is a place where there are rules and regulations that you don't want to abide by. Now, if we were using the word family, I could <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk about family, all those things apply. But isn't that interesting yeah, that's that, funny. that 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 element has not come up in 40 minutes? That's curious. You know, off the top of our head, conversation, mm-hmm. and you know, and I can just think back to now that I have seen that. I, you know, how many people say they can't wait to get away from home? Right? Or they hate going home for the holidays. Yes. But like, as you just noticed, it's uh-huh. because of their family. Uh-huh. Are the dynamics of relationships, human-physical relationships. Right. And so I imagine there are as many people, as as we have talked about home as being this warm and fuzzy place, or this place that is um, desirable to be mm-hmm. in, there are probably equally a number of people who, as soon as the word, they hear the word home, it triggers the exact opposite, that I never want to go home. Right. I never want... You know, I'm I'm just... Now my brain is, uh, is like popping alive with people I know who might say that or who I have known along the way. I don't have very many people in my life right at this moment who would probably say that. But along the way, that really, yeah, they were reacting to or connecting the word home with family in a negative sense or bad things that happened to them. And many of them are people who have a lot of issues and problems in their human experience, you know, at that stage of life because they had not identified and defined their own sense of home, what it's right. like for them. And they had continued the attachment of home being the place that there was abuse or home being the place there wasn't enough food or home being a place there wasn't mom and dad in love, they were fighting. Or right. home is the place where I just didn't get my way, I didn't right. get to do what I wanted to do and instead of saying, but now I'm an adult, I can create a home that's not backlash or in reaction, like I'll just do everything the opposite, Mm -hmm. but I can really define what will give me a sense of home that I can love. Home is a place I love to be and a place where I can be fully who I want to be. Yeah, I wonder if that's a stage of Something a stage of spiritual evolvement to get to that place where that home becomes more intrinsic. I think you can get there spiritually. I think you can get there through psychotherapy, Therapy. mental right. So that would be the mental. I think you can get there. I think you can get there emotionally and spirit. So I think you can get there through any path. Mm-hmm. But it has to be a choice, so we we often every every show we refer to twelve step in in some way or another, and think of i I'm thinking that a lot of people who are addicted, whether it's drugs or alcohol or food or shopping. You know, that that addiction pattern, besides what we know about the science of the brain now and all of that, that a lot of it is in reaction to what happened in childhood home. Mm. And I'm creating what I think is my home, my life, my way, and so I drink or... I shop, or, you know, the most important thing, I I know a woman who, um, you know, was addicted to food, and her whole thing was, you know, she would have very little furniture in her home, you know, the bare minimum. But she had a full refrigerator, you know, she'd spend single person $200 a week on groceries or more, plus going out to eat and two freezers in her garage that were always full. Did that give her a sense of home? And so the home was the food. Mm. It wasn't the physical building. Mm-hmm. It wasn't beauty. It wasn't her grounding thing. And food is not a quality of God, you know, and it wasn't health and wellness, which would be, but it was home was a place where I will always have enough food. Mm. I feel emotionally safe because I can mm-hmm. go home and eat. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's as real. Sure. You know, uh, as so you look around the your house and you what is there and what does it say about what it what you are grounding to. Right. What you are homing in to and for, what is your home. Right. I mean that's scary. The essence of you. That's scary. You have a lovely home. Sitting in your home, it's not too scary. The concept is scary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so, yeah, you're you're sitting in my home and beyond my office that always has books and papers and all of that. But even if I just said this office was my home, Mm -hmm. well, it is my home for getting work done and being creative and all of that. Right, right. So, yeah, most of the time it's pretty much of a mess or, or, you know, accumulation of lots of different things. But if I look at my home overall, it's really clear. Art and books and music ground me to peace. And the the books, there are certain patterns about the books. There are certain patterns about the music. It's like, oh, Somebody could do an anthropological study and they would be able to define what home meant to Tracy Brown. Right. And so yeah, there's nowhere to go with any of that. <laughs> but it but all of that coming from wow, someone who has Someone who is addicted. What are we, we're all addicted? So what is it that we're addicted to? Are we all addicted? Well, in a in a form. Oh. No, you're not buying that. <laughs> huh? I'm like, oh my goodness, how are we addicted? You're addicted to spirituality and oh, spiritual Oh, okay, okay. And is our home a reflection of that? My home would be a reflection of cats. So yeah, that'd probably be about right. All my kitties. I was in a um, unconditional love. Fuzzy. Warm and fuzzy. I was... Uh, Thank you for saying it. Yeah. I didn't have to. <laughs> you know, it is interesting, though. And I think there is a lot to be said with reflecting our spiritual home to each other through our through our actions and our words, and then having a safety zone that we can return home to, a physical place, whether that be, you know, our house or our bedroom or our, you know, having that physical safety of, you use the word safe, that your friend had used that word safe. I do think that's that's an element of home that's probably fairly universal. And if I'm saying yes to spirit and I'm trying to kind of amplify that part of my being, the saying yes to spirit part, I would assume that I could give the sense of home to others and that I could get the sense of home through my spiritual practice. That it could deepen my sense of home, my spiritual practice. Yes. I'm totally with you on that. I'm thinking, I'm having a pause to think about can I give hope yeah, to others? And I don't yeah. think I can. You don't think you can? They mm-hmm. have to find their own. I I think. That's I, interesting. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I can, but that's kind of a side trip my brain is thinking. I absolutely believe that spiritual practice um, serves to enrich, And grow that sense of home. So when I'm on the road traveling for business, and I, especially if I take my kinhshas, my Buddhist meditation, oh, cool. Or if I have my netbook or my laptop, or you know, my if, if I have something where I can listen to a guided meditation, I have a Marianne Williamson morning meditation on my laptop or on my netbook, and um, and on my iPod, so it's like there's some consistency, as soon as I, I ground myself in that, in the morning, even though I'm in a hotel in a city I may not, not ever have been in before, I'm going to go speak to people who I've never met before. I have that sense of being at home in my body, that then my body becomes the physical home of who I really am in the world and who I intend to be. Yes. And then I can walk out of that hotel room and nothing throws me because I have connected to my physical body and my spiritual reality as the essential, as my friend Diane likes to say, as as my true essential nature. Yes. And, um, And then it doesn't matter what you do or what the next person does or whether, you know, people are friendly to me or not because I'm not looking for home in any of them. Okay, I gotcha. You have that intrinsic, I'm not looking for peace which is my thing in any of them. I'm not looking for my warm and fuzzy in any of them because it is fully contained in my own package that I carry with me wherever i go and it's and it's um and it's and it's deeper because of your spiritual practice because you have the chimes that I could have use my spiritual practice to yes to. Reconnect me with that. So it's it's not that I'm only going to feel it when I am at this address in the city of Dallas, in you know behind right. closed doors. That it is intrinsic of who I am, and when I am at home in the building home, mm-hmm. that you know it's like that's full blown, and it's and my patterns and my habits feed that. But if I'm not physically in this building, I can still get there. I mean, that's what spiritual practice does for me. Right. And that getting there, I think that's curious. And I, we talked about this a few weeks ago in terms of music being something that can just instantly get there in terms of reconnecting. And I think music or the chimes or having that um, meditation that you're used to listening to, that that, any of those things can just kind of like a vortex of energy suck us back into this positive state of being, this home state of being. And, um, And I think the spiritual practice, whether it be the meditation or the affirmation or Doing a spiritual mind treatment, or asking someone to do a spiritual mind treatment for me—you mm-hmm. know these things can kind of reconnect me to home. Yes. Um, when I feel disconnected from home, it was really a long sentence with a lot of strange, not uh, pauses for I was effect. Going to say pause. pauses, but not dramatic pauses for effect, but rather like. What am I about to say next kind of pause? That's good for people to know that we actually don't have a script (laughs) and that we uh, don't, like, spend uh, four hours before the show agreeing or thinking about what we're going to say. That we sit down at the top of the show and we say yes to spirit. Spirit, what is it that we already know about this subject that we experience? would like to know more, think more, or do more about. And that's a a wonderful spiritual practice. If you don't have someone in your life that you have spiritual conversations with and just have an open opportunity to take a conversation to a deeper level by examining the spirituality of a common topic or, or even something that we might even have some conflicted ideas about or conflicting ideas about to talk about in terms of Yes to spirit. I just love it. I love it every week, Tracy Brown. I do too. And so we'll be back next week and uh we will be um hoping that you hope. Ooh, we don't even like the <laughs> don't word like hope the word anymore. And so no. we invite you to invite. join us yes. as we talk about how saying yes to spirit shows up in our lives. But in the meantime, we um love you and we encourage you to Say yes to spirit. Spirit.